You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. I got a bad feeling about this. We are back on the Pipeline Show. We're going to end this week's episode with a 2020 draft spotlight segment, and uh, we're heading to the Ontario Hockey League uh, for this week's episode. Although my guest isn't in the OHL right now, he's in Chicago, back home after uh, well a pretty hellacious. Uh, Injury he sustained earlier this season. My guest is Tucker Tynan, goaltender with the Niagara Ice Dogs. Uh, Tucker, welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are you right now? Uh, I'm doing pretty good right now. How are you? I'm doing well. We'll obviously get to the injury and stuff, but uh, first off, uh, how difficult is it not to be around the team as uh, the playoffs right around the corner and and the Ice Dogs fighting to get into the postseason? It's got to be difficult not being able to uh, contribute. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely uh, really unfortunate, and especially you want to be there helping them fight for a spot, but it is what it is, and yeah. How was the season going for you uh, before the injury? Uh, I'm looking at the stats, and looked like everything was going pretty good. Goals against average, not the greatest, but the save percentage on a team where they are in the standings, a 9-10, pretty darn good. Yeah, I think I feel like it was a pretty good start to a rookie year, and I feel like things were only going to get better you know what i mean so it's unfortunate that that happened but it is what it is tell me about your first little bit in the ohl was it a a tough transition for you to get used to playing in the ontario hockey league oh uh, not really actually i really liked how it was really offensive like a lot of mm-hmm. odd men rushes and usually goalies wouldn't like that but there's always action and yeah so I like that's what i took from my time so far Okay, being away from home, though, wasn't a problem for you? You didn't feel like you were a stranger in a strange land or anything like that? No, no, definitely not. They definitely make you feel really welcome. Okay, good. Obviously, we have to talk about the injury. And, uh, you know, I'm always curious. You hear a lot of players, uh, whether whatever sport it is, when they have a, a, a pretty bad injury, sometimes they don't even want to look at the replay or anything like that. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, for sure. I've seen it a bunch of times. Okay. For people who are hearing this interview that have never even heard of uh, Tucker Tyne and don't know anything about the injury, can you kind of uh, go back and, and uh, tell people what happened? Um, Yeah, we were playing uh, London, and I think one of their players was driving the net and just kind of got tied up with, one of, one, of, with uh, one of our players and kind of just kind of crashed into the net a little bit and just kind of really unlucky, unfortunate what happened. and. His skate kind of just got caught up in my leg, and yeah, pretty much. And high, uh, like above your kneecap, right? Uh, in, in your thigh area? Yeah. Uh, and obviously, that pretty significant injury uh, you haven't played since. How long? When was the actual injury? How long has it been since you played? Um, it happened, I think, mid-December. It's been Mid-December. Probably a few months. Yeah, a few months. Yeah, it's been a couple months then and uh, i mean immediately everybody all the trainers jumping on the ice and it was obviously a very very serious situation it had to have been scary yeah i mean for sure it was but i knew i was in good care so it was definitely reassuring um uh, tell me about what it was like for the the team and everybody kind of rallied around you and the, the support you got from everybody what that meant to you and, and it must have been scary for your family as well yeah i think the support definitely helped a lot and it's yeah, it's kind of a time where just everyone kind of comes together, and obviously, it, I feel like uh, it turned out pretty good, like injury-wise. Hopefully, be back pretty soon, and yeah. Well, that's interesting and exciting. Uh, do you expect you can get back to playing? I don't know where you are in your recovery and your rehab process and stuff, but could you yeah. be back on the ice and playing by the end of the year? I'm not sure about the end of the year. So hopefully, uh, 
hopefully I'll be back there by the end of the year. I don't know if I'll be playing, but I think I'll should be good to full time within a month, month and a half. Oh, okay, great. Well, then it wouldn't be for the regular season for sure. And yeah. um, so, I mean, what's the what's the uh, the long term prognosis? It, uh, you expect a, a full one hundred percent recovery, and you know, yeah, you'll be good to go next next season. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh well, that's great. Uh, this obviously, uh, well, I'm speaking with Tucker Tynan, goaltender with the Niagara Ice Dogs, and uh, it, it's a big year for you. It's your NHL draft season, and you know, you were having such a good start to the year. That's got to be a, a, a tough blow mentally, not just physically, but an injury like this that basically wipes out your season in a big year like this. How do you deal with that from a mental uh, perspective? Yeah, you know, it's definitely unfortunate, but you just got to come back and work even harder for next year and just see where what happens. All right, well, uh, Tucker, let's uh, talk a little bit about your background. Uh, you, I mentioned you're in Chicago. Is that where you're born? Yeah. Do you remember how old you were when you first started playing hockey? Oh, I think I started playing player when I was like eight, I believe. Okay, and did you start off right away as a goaltender, or when did you make that move? No, uh, I think I started playing goalie when I was like nine or ten. What excited you about playing in the position? Uh, no idea. To be honest, I just kind of I like the gear. Uh, that's that. Listen, that's funny that you say that because a lot of the goalies that I talk to, that's what they say. It was getting to put on the pads or the glove or the helmet. Uh, and uh, and that was part of the attraction. So it's funny that that you shared that. Um, when you uh, you know we look now and you, you, I'm sure you have a paint job in your helmet or anything. Anything significant about what's on your mask? Oh uh, no, not really. I think I just got whatever like uh, our equipment manager ordered for me. Okay, <laughs> so you didn't really per- personalize it or anything like that. No. Uh, you were drafted by the uh, Niagara Ice Dogs, tenth round pick back in uh, 2018. Uh, at that point, uh, did you know much about the Ontario Hockey League? As an American, uh, I imagine you you might have been considering going the college route or something. Uh, what did uh, being drafted by Niagara mean to you? Uh, yeah, I feel like it definitely gave me a really good opportunity, and it was just a really good organization, and it's a really good league for developing, so I thought that was a really good way to go. I'm looking at your uh, your uh, bio page at EliteProspects.com. It so, shows that you played... In Oakland, uh, the, with the Junior Grizzlies as a Bantam. Is that Oakland, California? No, Michigan. Oh, in Michigan. Okay, and that's also where uh, the Little Caesars program is. Uh, and then you played in New Jersey last year? Yeah, yeah. So, man, you moved all over the place to play hockey. So, moving to, I guess, to the Ontario Hockey League, not that big of a deal. You're not a stranger to moving around. Uh, why moving ar- around so much uh, in your career? Uh, I think it's just like a lot better opportunities like like elsewhere like chicago there's decent hockey but i think if you want to get uh noticed a lot more i feel like there's a lot of other places uh, outside of chicago yeah i understand what yeah. you're saying yeah what number are you wearing in uh, niagara uh i was wearing a uh, number one a- any uh was that a by choice or like your mask uh, was it whatever they gave you no i think it's just like kind of like a regular goalie number you know like Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're killing me, man. You're making me work for this one. Sorry. You're not a, you're not a big talker. Uh, a little bit. You know, and then. <laughs> All right. Uh, being a Chicago guy, Blackhawks fan or? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially uh, when they were winning the cup. Yeah. Well, you can't be a Fairweather fan. You got to stick with them whether they're winning or not, don't you? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, Tucker, listen, I certainly uh, wish you the uh, speedy recovery. Uh, best luck, uh, whatever happens uh, the rest of this season with your, your training and your rehab and uh, uh, whatever happens at the draft. And good luck next season uh, once you get back to playing. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, there is uh, Tucker Tynan of the Niagara Ice Dogs. Uh, I talked to a lot of players on this show over the last uh, 15 seasons. A lot of 16, 17, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds. Sometimes they are really well-spoken. Sometimes you can tell it's like their first interview. Uh, Tucker, uh, not a man of uh, many words. A man of few words, as they say. I appreciate him making the time. And you know what? There was part of me that said maybe I should edit parts of that out but at the same time that's his personality that's him i don't want to i don't want to change him i don't want to change what he is i i do have scouts nhl scouts nhl teams that listen to this show and listen to these segments with players i i actually kind of think it would be almost like lying if i edited it to make it sound different um so i didn't i left it in there and uh i, I listen i was joking i said you're killing me man Sometimes uh, the uh, they can be more challenging interviews than other times. Uh, that one was a bit more of a challenge. Intriguing player, though. Before he got hurt, man, he was having a really good season there in Niagara. So uh, he was one that uh, I was personally intrigued by this year. I really uh, hated to see the injury. You never want to see injury to anybody, but that was a particularly scary one for sure. Glad to hear that he is uh, expected to be 100% back to normal in time for next season, that's for sure. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the Pipeline Show. I want to thank all four of the guests that you heard from that joined me via the Troubled Monk Hotline. As I'm speaking with you right now, it's a very early afternoon on a Thursday. I'm about to go and leave and pick up my son from school, so usually at the end of the show, I would crack open a Troubled Monk and enjoy the fruits of my labors, so to speak. Uh, but because I'm about to drive, I'm not going to do that. Uh, do not drink and drive. Don't be a knob. Enjoy your troubled monk responsibly. And the next time you're down in Red Deer, stop by the tap room, which I'm going to do in about 10 days' time. I am uh, looking very much forward to that visit uh, coming up. Also, thanks to all the patrons who have signed up at patreon.com slash show. You get early access for a couple of bucks a month automatically uh, set up uh, via your credit card. I don't see your credit card numbers. It's all handled by PayPal and Patreon. Uh, But if you want to have early access uh, to these interviews, like the one I did with Elaine, I actually uh, spoke with her on Monday, and uh, today it's Thursday. So that interview has been available to patrons for three days already. And that happens every week. So if you'd like early access, check out patreon.com slash show and see if it's a fit for you. Next week on the show, will I have two guests uh, for sure already lined up? Two more women in hockey that I'm going to uh, that I'm looking forward to speaking with. Uh, one is Sarah Jean Mayer. I think it's pronounced Mayer. It might be Mahar, but uh, I'm going to speak with SJ on. Uh, I'm slated to speak with her on Monday. So again, early access. You'll be able to uh, all the patrons will be able to hear that interview uh, for uh, three or four days before the actual full episode comes out. But we'll talk OHL with uh, Sarah as she works for the league. Also going to be speaking with uh, Paula Weston from USCHO. She covers the Big Ten Conference, and we'll talk to her about uh, that. She's been on the show uh, several times, uh, dating way back, probably like season three-ish of the Pipeline show. So uh, good to have her back on the show again. I do have a 2020 draft spotlight guest 
uh, lined up, but I don't want to jinx it. I've been chasing this player for about three or four weeks, maybe a month. I have gotten no help from the team that he plays for. I had to go through the agent, which is plan B, uh, and uh, do have that interview tentatively lined up uh, for Wednesday. Not going to say who it is yet because I don't want to jinx it at all. Uh, so uh, all of that uh, locked in for next week already, and there'll be another guest, perhaps another two more guests uh, still to add. But until next week, get out and watch some junior or college hockey so that you and I can talk about it next week right here on the Pipeline Show. Until then, my name is Keith Flaming. See ya.